0: Hey, What is up? It's Brian Lofermento here with episode 133 of the Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. And in today's episode, this is Featured Friday, I am featuring an incredible guest. Ryan McCarty is one of the co-founders of Culture of Good, and he's going to show you how thinking and operating like a not-for-profit leads to rapid business growth, no matter what type of business you're starting. I'm really, excited to bring you this episode because I ask him some very tough questions that have to do with you, that have to do with if you are just starting your business or you haven't hit $10,000 a month yet, how can you think and act like a nonprofit and actually grow your business? This is a fun one. Let's dive in. What is up, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs everywhere? I'm excited to welcome Ryan McCarty to the show because he is an author, speaker, and the co-founder of Culture of Good, Inc. Prior to this role, Ryan worked 25 years in nonprofits and then as the director of customer and employee relations at TCC, which is a Verizon retailer with over 800 stores in 38 states across the nation. Ryan is also known as a culture guru because he's no stranger to empowering employees through a powerful company movement. We're going to talk a lot about that in today's episode. Building upon the success of his award-winning program that inspires employees, ignites positive change in the world, and impacts their bottom lines, Ryan and fellow TCC CEO Scott Moorhead created Culture of Good to encourage other businesses to create truly altruistic programs, which Ryan, that's not a word we use very often in business, so I dig that. To create altruistic <laughs> programs that make the world a better place by teaching for profit companies how to operate their business with the soul of a nonprofit. Dude, Ryan, what an intro. Welcome to the show, my man.
1: I know. I don't know if I could add anything to that at all. I guess the show's over, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say. No, t- I appreciate it.
0: Typically, the first thing I do for guests is I open the floor to them and I say, hey, fill in any gaps for the listeners who want to know who is Ryan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I appreciate being on. I um, That was an impressive introduction. So I appreciate that a lot, man. Uh, thank you.
0: Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, it's, um, it's one of those things that we really like to take this idea that we we started with uh, just over five years ago and, and really see it grow and, and being able to be on a show like yours really uh, creates that opportunity. So thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. Ryan, I want to open this interview with, with one big question first because it's a question that I always get from listeners of this show and I always hear from people on Facebook where they're starting a business. So let's speak to the entrepreneurs out there, Ryan, where they're saying, I want to start a business and and a lot of times we start businesses out of the goodness of our hearts. There's some mission or core impact that we want to make in the world and a lot of people feel like they have to start a nonprofit to make that impact. And I always tell people, hey, not-for-profits also have to operate as for-profit businesses. If you don't make money, you don't have a not-for-profit for for very long. What's your take on that? When should entrepreneurs or what should they consider when it comes to starting a not-for-profit or a for-profit and how do the two mesh?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I mean, that's that's essentially what culture of good and has become. You know, I, as you said in an introduction, I spent 25 years in a nonprofit sector of business, and, and really what it became was full of purpose and full of life calling and uh, a sense of fulfillment. Uh, and yet, there was always a struggle for resource. There was always uh, an issue because we had a lot of vision and a lot of desire to do good in the world and to make the world a better place. But on the other hand, it was always, you know, asking for donations, trying to figure out the business side of it. And having come into the for-profit sector of business, uh, you know, many times we're taught profit is evil. And and what I learned is that profit can be a, a major catalyst for good uh, if if it's business being ran with a soul. And that's, that's what really we teach is, if you're if you're wanting to start something that's going to make a profound impact on the world, it has to be sustainable, it has to be scalable. It has to be profitable. Um, that's the issue with the whole concept of nonprofit. there there is none. and And because of that, many times uh, you're left with a lot of purpose, a lot of vision, uh, but many times not the resource to be able to fully realize the potential that, of what you had in your heart to do, so culture of good teaches kind of that uh, the balance between your head and your heart, and between nonprofit for profit, between what you have to do every day to succeed, and also why you do it. And and I would really challenge anyone that's listening um, that has a heart for nonprofit, go for it. There's again, I spent 25 years. Accomplished a lot. We built a school in Zambia, Africa. Um, started after school programs uh, in the country here, and um, there's there's a lot of good that can be done that way. But but also recognizing that if if you're going to start a nonprofit, you really have to forge the relationships with or, or nonprofit rather, you have to forge the relationships with for profit companies and and really build those bridges early on and create those relationships uh, because uh, ultimately you're going to need profit in order to accomplish what you have in your heart to do.
0: Yeah, I dig that response and it's something that I know Adam Braun from Pencils of Promise, he echoes it and he's got one issue with that very term not for profit because he says why define these companies as what they're not for rather than what they are for and so he calls them for purpose and mm, that sounds that's like really that's good. really in line with with what you guys believe at Culture of Good which is what I dig and one thing that I particularly like about you guys Ryan is that you talk about operating businesses with the soul of a nonprofit talk to me about what is the soul what is the fabric or fabric of not for profits
1: yeah again it's it's really having a heart it's it's Deciding to what we would call third-dimensional leadership. You know, two-dimensional leadership, in contrast, would would be just solely focused on profit and loss statements. What's best for uh, the income? Uh, what's best for the company itself? But when you when you operate with the soul of a nonprofit, you're considering people over profit. You're looking at uh, how to use your success for the good of others, and not just for yourself. That. Uh, if we're going to grow, uh, we're going to grow better before we grow bigger. And, and we're going to have a sense of purpose. You know, Brian, a lot of times, if you think about it, non-profits start with a ton of purpose, many times not with uh, the business acumen to be able to really make that sustainable. And for-profits start with you know, this, this business plan and this strategy, but they don't have the culture behind what they're doing. And they might start off, um, you know, with, with a little bit of purpose, but over time, as they grow, they lose what made them special in the first place. A culture of good. We're really saying that as a business, whether you're nonprofit, for profit, um, for purpose, however you want to describe that, we would say that you can be a for profit company and also be a for purpose company that you could have Uh, a sense of um, a sense of fulfillment for your employees, inspiring them to do good in the world leveraging that to engage them on a soul level more than just uh, putting some ping pong tables in the break room and saying we've got an awesome culture you can wear jeans and we'll give you free craft beer on fridays like th- that's that's not what we're talking about in terms of culture of good we're saying that we could really really uh, create a what we would call an emotional operating system where we operate the business uh with soul that we hire people that we recognize have a soul, that they care, that uh, they inspire others to do good. So there's there's all kinds of uh, ways of looking at running business with a soul, but it really should impact every facet of your business. That from hiring, uh, to even letting people go, to onboarding, to uh, how pay structure is set up. Every, every aspect of what you do should really filter through Uh, that emotional operating system. And that third dimensional leadership that I'm talking about is that type of leadership. It's getting beyond the profit and loss statement and seeing your employees and who they are as human beings. Your customers is more than a financial transaction and your world is more than just an opportunity to make money, Uh, that, that you can really do amazing good in the world and build your business by doing that. And that's what's really creative about the culture of good.
0: Man, I love that. That might be one of my favorite answers that we've ever heard from a guest on this podcast. So I want to dig deeper into a few of the things that you said. But first, I want to call out for listeners. And I'm going to slow it down because I want them to really resonate with one thing that you just said. You dropped a huge knowledge bomb in there that every single listener today should take to heart. And you said that businesses should focus on growing better before bigger. You said grow better before bigger, and listeners of this show know that I always say money is a natural byproduct of giving value in the marketplace. If you're growing better, inevitably you're going to grow bigger. So, Ryan, I love the fact that you called that out.
1: Yeah, thank you. And 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 I would I would describe growing better before bigger is. Um, really going back to why you started in the first place is what you said, Brian, that, you know, when, when we start businesses, whether it's nonprofit for profit, for purpose, however you want to describe that? You know, you, you start with a sense of I can meet this need. I can answer this question. I, I have a solution that, that people will pay for, but it also has purpose behind it. There's, there's something there. And I think going back to that and really identifying like, what's the, what's the sole mission of your business? I like, not just what you do and what you offer, but why. And, and that's really what sparked the culture of the movement in the beginning is I met Scott, who's the CEO of TCC, the, the, one of the nation's largest Verizon retailers, and uh, didn't know who he was. And he t- heard me speaking about uh, your why equaling your what. And um, so companies that have a, a greater sense of why is really what he wanted for his employees, that they would show up to work every day, that they would have a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment. That would translate to happier customers that would connect to those employees, which would, in turn, make uh, his business their choice uh, when when looking for the services that he offered. And, and by doing so, the, the business would grow, but not just for the purpose of growing a business, but also so that the, the company could do additional good and greater good in the world. So when we think about uh, being a better company, it's not just more of the same. It's not just adding a CSR program in, or just like, all right, we've got employees, let's do this good event because we have to, you know, check the box, uh, you know, and tell our employees that we care. No, it's really about like what's the DNA of your company, and, and I would suggest looking at your values as a business. Uh, what do you value? And making those values more than a value, make them a promise. Like, are, are you are you willing to back those values up and say, "We promise that in good times and business is good, and in the downturn, whatever we're going through as, as a company, we are, we're we're going to make those values a, a promise to our employees, to our customers, and to the world." And when you do that, you're you're just better. You're better as a business. Uh, that that's just a better practice is, is making promises and making sure that your words and actions align and that you're authentically caring about the world around you. That, that really makes you a better company. Awesome.
0: Now, Ryan, because I've got you here, I'm going to make you do the hard work for me here today. And I'm going to ask you two really difficult questions that I know that the entrepreneur to entrepreneur community would be thinking about right now. So the first is... Let's speak to that newer entrepreneur out there who just started his or her company. And Ryan, you've been through it. You're an entrepreneur. You've started a company. You know that up front. Your primary goal is, I need to make money because I want this business to work. Why should that newer entrepreneur care about creating a culture of good or having a purpose? Why do they care up front when they're prioritizing making money?
1: Yeah, great question Brian. Um they they should care about it because that that's the answer to the question. They should care about it because they care about it. <laughs> they, they at the very beginning, you know, it's, it's the equivalent of starting a business is the equivalent of starting your day. If you get out of bed in the morning and you say, oh God, it's Monday, this day is going to suck. If you start with a wrong attitude, that's going to carry throughout your day. And I would say the same with starting a business. If you start your business with the wrong kind of focus and direction and you don't start from the beginning with a heart and with... A desire to care about the world around you—that's um, going to carry through because that's a that's a cultural statement that you're making. That's a that's a significant uh, direction that you're taking your business. And and if it, I think I think how the business continues to grow is going to be directly reflected uh, by how it begins. And I think if you start on the right foot, like you do in your day, as a leader starting your day right is going to be impactful throughout the day. And I I believe that starting your business right and on, you know, with the right kind of attitude and mindset and and having a why from the very beginning. Secondly, you know, if, if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing and there's not a greater sense of purpose behind it and knowing the impact that you're making, you'll give up. I mean, there's going to be a moment where business just sucks that you recognize you've spent more money than you should have. And the people that you thought were going to be around forever aren't there anymore. And it's you standing, uh, looking in a mirror, asking yourself, you know, you don't want to be in that moment asking yourself why you started in the first place. Get that out of the way. Why did you start your business? Have Have the most compelling reason uh, that impacts uh, someone else's life in a significant way and does good in the world, and that will carry you through those difficult times. That's going to be the anchor in the midst of the storm that you're going to inevitably face in business. There's not going to be any companies that start and it's smooth sailing from that point forward. There's going to be uh, difficult years, difficult seasons, and uh, and during those times, you're going to need a, a, a profound why. And, and that is uh, significant to why you should start building a culture of good early on.
0: Yeah, that's awesome and such great advice for newer entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurs. This is the foundation of your business. This isn't something that should come later. This is why you're starting your business. And it goes along with that one quote, if you don't take the time to figure out the life that you want, you'll spend the rest of your life living the life somebody else wants for you. And so you want yeah. to put that work in up front. and Ryan, that's really good advice. I want to dig a little bit deeper into that answer that you gave though. So let's talk about that entrepreneur out there or that newer entrepreneur who let's say started, I don't know, a web design agency. And you and I are throwing around a lot of buzzwords like good and purpose and impact to that website developer or website designer or branding specialist or social media strategist, whoever it is starting a new business today how do they inject a culture of good into the different aspects? You mentioned onboarding. You talked about interactions with clients. You talked about the actual delivery of your service. How from top to bottom, because Ryan, I'm a firm believer that how you do anything is how you do everything. How do you from yeah. top to bottom inject these these elements of good and purpose into the seemingly mundane activities of, oh hey, I'm designing a website for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have two answers to that. One is a, a shameless plug, and that's simply to reach out to us because we have the resources to be able to help any business, whether whether it's a startup or as as built the business in a company that has over three thousand employees and across the country. So, so we have the tools and we have the resources to help someone that's just scratching their head, saying, "What what do I do next?" Um, uh, another another idea is is grabbing the book. There's you know, we, we wrote uh, Scott and I uh, Scott Moorhead and I wrote build a culture of good. And there's questions all throughout the book at the end of each chapter. That's really crucial, I believe, for um, an entrepreneur, a wantrepreneur, anyone who's embarking on starting a business or growing their business. Those questions are uh, invaluable really good stuff. Um, you know, one of the things that we teach as part of our, uh, process is, uh, knowing who your employees are, knowing who your customers are, uh, knowing what you do in business and aligning good that, um, uh, with, with the current business that you do, your business strategy should align with your good strategy. Um, there shouldn't be a disconnect so if you're you know we we talked to a, a um, leader within uh, one of the banking industries that had led a significant effort to plant trees in the rainforest um, and every customer that came in was able to give money and and employees knew that when they did transactions that it was planting trees in the rainforest and it and it did it did good but it it fizzled out. There was no real sustainability to it because banking doesn't align with the rainforest. It didn't really touch the employees' hearts. And I, I would say that whatever you do as a as a leader within your business, whatever you decide to do, um, it should align with your employees' hearts. It should align with your customers' hearts. It should align with your business strategy. Um, there there should be opportunity for people to do more than just contribute financially, uh, but also their time, getting involved in local community and localizing it and uh, and making that a promise that it's not going to be just a flavor of the month or every once in a while an event that's taken place, but you're building in that into the very culture of your business. That That's significant. And I think that's really important to recognize that we're not talking about just throwing a couple like Events together every year and getting some employees involved in it. We we're saying operate like you said, operate your entire business through uh, this system. And uh, but it really does start what we experienced. Our aha moment was just a localized backpack giveaway across the country at each one of the stores, TCC stores, where employees were handing a backpack to a child with school supplies before school, a couple weeks before school. And seeing the parents face and knowing that they were going through some stuff and that tangible meeting, that tangible need face to face with people is so crucial. It's what we call an emotional disruption to the business. And and those emotional disruptions are really imperative to capturing everybody's heart to the movement. So they know it's not just a PR effort or a marketing scheme, that this is really done authentically because somebody cares, the company does and the employees care as well. So. Um, You know, there's there's many answers to the question. I guess I gave you a few of them. Uh, But but it really it really does start uh, with leadership and sitting down and saying, what 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 do we care about? What do our employees care about? What do our customers care about? And how do we bring that into the world that aligns with our business?
0: Yeah, I love that. And so many parts of your your answer that I love because at the root of everything that you said and at the root of everything we've said this entire episode is it has to come from within you And it has to come from within your customers or your clients. Like it really starts with taking the time to be introspective and say, why are we here? What are we doing here? What is our real purpose? What is our real mission? And that is actionable advice right there, Ryan. You're telling the listeners, hey, it starts with you. Take the time. Figure out who your authentic self is. And that's something that I preach so often on this podcast in words of wisdom. That's business advice, that's tactical advice right there, that most people skip that step and that's why they never get to experience the fruits of having a good business that grows to not only be better but also bigger. So Ryan, I love that advice. Is there something you want to add there? Thank you.
1: No, I was just going to say, you know, so many times as leaders, uh, you know, you travel and you're asked, like, what do you do for business? you know, that's always the first question. We never start with, why are you in business? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we're, we're programmed to always focus on the what. Uh, what we offer, what product we sell, uh, what service uh, is available. Um, but, but really, uh, like you said, focusing on the why first uh, is really, you know, for me, that's been the thing that's carried me through the 25 years of nonprofit work. Um, and and now the the five years of, of for profit work that I've done and and I would I would say all of it's been for purpose um, and that that's what's been really unique is stepping into the for profit sector of business and finding out. You know, it's it's just different. It's different than nonprofit. And, and I didn't have any experience in it. So when I stepped into it, I just treated it as if it were nonprofit. And if the employees were volunteers, and if they really did have a huge heart, and if they did show up to work fulfilled and, and full of purpose, what would that look like? And that's that's really what we started with.
0: Yeah. I love that. So Ryan, as we wrap up this interview, let me ask you a big question to close it out for listeners who are tuning in saying, how am I going to grow my business after this episode ends? What's your best advice to entrepreneurs on how they can go out and get their next 10 customers or clients?
1: Um, You share your story. You know, there's there's four things that you can share in a culture of good uh, environment, right? It's it's your time, your talent, your treasure, and your testimony. Uh, people people want more than a product; they want an experience. And and if you as a, a business owner can learn how to tell a compelling story, um, and not just what you do as a business, but why, you can capture your customers' hearts. Another thing that I would say very quickly is. Um, as, as you're embarking on doing good, inclu- include other companies with you, include other businesses, get out there and form those relationships around the idea that we're going to do good together. So rather than looking at customers as a financial transaction or even as a way to get profit so that you can do more good, instead of saying to customers, come, you know, spend money with us and we'll do good with your money. Invite them to come along with you and do good together before they're even your customer. Bring them along and go do good together. Make a difference in your local community. And you're going to form those relationships that are going to translate to business. And uh, and and that's, that's creating more than just a, a customer that uh, you can bring um, along with you or to gain. Uh, it's more than gaining a customer. It's actually... Uh, keeping them and and making your business sticky. So building relationships around doing good in your local community is is the key to that.
0: Awesome, I love that advice and it's actionable advice that every single listener should go out and take. And the cool thing about that advice, Ryan, is that even if you don't have a direction yet, even if you don't know what business you wanna start, start doing good in your life and in the lives of those around you and you will find your purpose, you'll find your direction. So if you're lost, Take Ryan's advice. If you're not lost, still take Ryan's advice because that's the key to making a change in the world. And money is a natural byproduct, an inevitable byproduct of giving value in this world. So, Ryan, really good advice there. Dude, I could talk to you all day about this stuff. I love your perspective on things. (laughs) Let me ask you for listeners who want to learn more about you and culture of good and the book that you published, where can they learn more about you and your business?
1: Yeah, so the book is on Amazon. uh, cult, uh, build a culture of good and so you can jump on Amazon and grab that uh, you can also go on cultureofgood.com on our website uh, we offer services you can reach out to us uh, through the email and uh, we'll we'll get back with you very quick uh, we have a great team of people that are have a sense of purpose behind what we're doing obviously and so uh, we'd love for you to reach out to us on cultureofgood.com we're all over social media uh, if you want to personally reach out to me, I'm on Twitter and LinkedIn uh, at Ryan McCarty. And uh, I'd love to love to hear from anybody out there. Um, and we're always putting out information about the culture of good and and statements from the book and ideas and just really adding value to business and, and hoping that, you know, at some point this becomes a movement beyond the, the companies that we're already impacting and and that it grows and and really has a a tremendous impact on the world so culturegood.com is the easiest way right from the beginning
0: all right awesome so if you want to learn more from ryan jump on over to cultureofgood.com we're going to link to that on the show notes page on the podcast's website cultureofgood.com and you'll also see his book right there build a culture of good and ryan undersold himself because they also have a really awesome blog there on their website at cultureofgood.com and some really cool swag that you can pick up so ryan (laughs) my man thank you so much for coming on the show today
1: Thank you. Yeah, they've, they've got me blogging, man. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, hey, I'm learning as I go, man. So hopefully, hopefully your listeners and Brian, I'm sure we'll reconnect. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And, and I, I just want to encourage everybody out there listening, you know, get, get on with uh, your purpose and, and why you started your business or why you want to start your business and just keep rocking it out. You know, just don't give up. Um, if you believe in it, uh, eventually it's it's going to happen. So so keep putting the hard work in and, and you'll see it come to pass.
0: Awesome. Thanks so much, Ryan.
1: Thanks, Brian. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.